0: Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Salt Shaker podcast. Now, we're going to dip back into the world of Killer Instinct, and I thought I'd grab a very special person. Uh, yeah, take it away, Didi. Hi. Um,
1: yeah, so my name is uh, Daniel, but everyone calls me Didi, um, or Tag at the moment is uh, the real Dilim, Didi um which i guess stems from there being quite a few deities in the australian scene now so i had to uh, distinguish myself a little bit
0: yeah <laughs> no, it's good to have you on the show man um and you're quite a prominent figure uh over the shores of australia um and ki really taking some big names out uh give us some st- give us some backstory on your law how you discovered the fgc
1: Oh, sure. So, uh, geez, I hope you don't mind. There's a little bit of a story to this one. <laughs> um, so, basically, I started, uh, dis- I-, I guess I discovered fighting games when I was in high school. So, um, in, uh, when I was in year 12, uh, I went to school and grew up in an area called Box Hill, um, which uh, any uh, Victorians listening will-, will know the area pretty well. Um, it, was- it was basically the area that had our prominent arcade um, and i was fortunate enough to live uh there and uh and what me and my high school mates would do is uh when we had free uh classes in the middle of the day you know we'd uh we'd go down to box hill because box hill is like a massive hub area basically right uh, so there's like uh restaurants down there and it's a pretty lively area um so we'd go down there and uh, hang out at the arcade and stuff uh, and one day we go down there towards the end of 2008 and the uh, vanilla street fighter 4 there oh uh, yeah <laughs> and uh We we had no idea what it was, but, like, we'd never seen the, uh, the arcade so busy in the middle of a day, you know? So, because, um, it was, it was real packed, uh, around that time, I guess, because everyone was trying to get their hands on the new game. And, uh, and, uh, so, yeah, me and my mates played casually for a year or two. And then, um, uh, around 2010, when Super Street Fighter IV had come out, um, one of my mates from high school, um, Tan, he got real sucked into it all, right? Um. And so he's like, "Hey, man! Like, um, there's this thing called Evo coming up. Uh, you should come check it out. Come watch it. Uh, come see, like, you know, all the pros and and, and what goes on with the Street Fighter, um, you know, at a higher level." So um, I went and uh, watched Evo with my mate that year at his joint, and uh, after that, I was hooked. So uh, yeah. I had a, I had a crappy I had a crappy weekend job. So what I did is, uh saved up all my pennies, bought an Xbox, bought a Six straight away, and uh, started attending my first events. Um, towards the end of 2010
0: um yeah seems like a long time ago eh
1: yeah no it was um and and uh you know over over the course of the years towards now um dabbled in a few different titles um
0: but yeah no it's it's definitely been a bit of a journey that hype because you experiencing that level of hype for street fighter like it's long-awaited return you said you bought a stick and console how heavy did you get hooked into it
1: um oh man it it was such a i don't know it was such a weird i because you you, see seeing it at the arcade and stuff um is one thing but to actually decide you know what i'm actually going to try and learn this stuff and put some time in and and learn what goes on you know at a higher level um I was yeah we got stuck in so me and my mate we, we played mostly against each other to start with um so we had a fierce rivalry for years um and then every time we go to an event we'd learn something new so we'd want to go home and, and and lab it and stuff and uh especially those first few years when you know you're a high school or uni student you got a lot of free time too you know so um yeah we got we got real
0: sucked in mm. and since you primarily play killer instinct now like looking back then, I mentioned this with Anu about how that interesting period of Killer Instinct if it had released early and got that attention before Street Fighter IV released, do you kind of feel that same thought pattern? Yeah, look, I think um, the
1: the biggest issue the game had for sure, especially because I mean I can speak from experience. I, I didn't pick it up back then, and it was just due to the console exclusivity. Mm. Um, the fact that, you know, it was just on, on Xbox one, which was something that obviously we didn't, um, at least in, in Australia, we didn't use as the console standard. Um, so it just, it just fell off most people's radars instantly dead on arrival, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. I, I I knew it had come. I I knew it had released. Um, and it was the first game that did the whole seasonal content thing, but yeah, I knew it Mm -hmm. released, but it just never took off from what I saw.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, there definitely was a scene here. I mean, um, you know, Arnie was probably more poised to, I guess, fill you in on the olden days because that's definitely before my time. <laughs> um, there was a scene and there were people who played, I guess Dead on Arrival was probably the wrong way to put it. But, um, yeah, it just... Um, I just didn't even really give it much attention because, um, I, one, I had no way of playing it and, two, you know, finding people to play with, you know,
0: few and far between. Yeah. Had you known about Killer Instinct before the Xbox One uh, new 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 one coming out?
1: Um, yeah. I played a little bit of the um, original on the Super Nintendo just as a kid, though. Like, you know, like a friend did have it and we just, you know, muck around or... Uh, so I, I knew of the franchise but I, I'd never given it any real thought or time of day kind of thing, yeah.
0: Yeah. Before fighting games, what were the type of games you were playing?
1: Oh, um... Geez, uh i try to i try to um i try to block this part of my life out but uh i spent most of my high school years playing nothing but dota oh there's no shame in that man <laughs> i've said I... this there's
0: so many fighting game players that play dota or lol or wow or i mean yeah it's almost like a genetic yeah. thing like it's just oh they, they must play dota <laughs> on the side
1: yeah so um this was back in the dota one days um Anyone who played Dota back then will probably be familiar with the Australian server called Board Aussies. Um, me and my mates, we'd all, you know, one person bought the game, we'd all share it around. Um, obviously, not condoning piracy or anything no. like that. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and and that was it. That was our that was our eyes. If we could sneak if we could sneak a game in on the school computers during lunchtime or something, we'd try and do that too.
0: It was just yeah,
1: Dota, Dota, Dota.
0: Yeah. Well, tell me about your character. You play. Glacius, and i would say you know correct me if i'm wrong but he would be the Dulcim of of street fighter so in terms of zangief you really hate characters that are brawling up in your face what attracted you to this character
1: um oh man you're gonna hate me for this one but the, the reason why i play Glacius is probably the most uninspired story um basically a mate of mine who told me about the i guess killer instinct revival um at the start of last year um I asked him. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll give the game a crack." He's like, and I just asked him, "Who should I play?" And he said, "You're gonna play Glacius. Um I started labbing Glacius, and uh, and that was it. It was he was right. He was on the money. A friend just told me to play the character, and it just clicked.
0: I see. Okay. Yeah. So he... not
1: much of a throw search at all, which was nice for a change, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and did you get much into um, his story or like the redesign for him and? In the current version he looks really good
1: yeah no um the aesthetic is um because I, I i've seen what he's looked what he looks like in the in the previous games and it's kind of just a smooth ice man but now um you know what i really like about the character actually i really like um he's like voice clips and the weird sounds he makes and stuff you know it's very unique from the rest of the cast um, yeah um i don't think it really has much of a story it's just kind of alien crashed on earth kind of thing but um Hey, it works
0: for me. Yeah, hey, it's like No Man's guy, He's just trying to get back home.
1: That's it.
0: That's, <laughs> that's it. Also, um, you were on the Beast Dance podcast with some of your other Killer Instinct uh, brethren, or should I say like the Killer Instinct ANZ scene, because that, in a sense, got birthed itself from this Killer Instinct uh, resurgence. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's like you... And I'd heard of um... GOAT as well in the past, um, and then there's Rowdy, good old... Uh, rowdy Howdy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just like, what does the KIANZ seem like for those who aren't aware? Sure. So, like you mentioned, um, there's uh, myself,
1: Goat, Rowdy Howdy, and, and another lad, uh, Chef. Chef. Um, so, Chef was the one who actually um, started up the Discord and, and started trying to resurrect things at around the end of 2019. Um, and. It, it just started with, um, you know, him and GOAT, really, um, just trying to find people who were interested in the game, uh, pulling people back in. And uh, 2020, there was just so many things that went right for Killer Instinct um, in regards to getting people to give the game the time of day, like um, the documentary we were talking about earlier, yeah. the whole back-and-block one. That's really That's good. That's a great example. Um People just wanted to play something during lockdown that had good netcode. And I think it took 2020 for the FGC to realise that a lot of
0: games aren't up to par with what we need to play online. Yeah, I made that comment to Anu that it took a good five, six years for people to actually get the message. Um, And it's a shame that we had to wait for something pretty bad for it to get its... Its moment in the spotlight but it filled that void that a lot of people finally are giving it the the attention this whole resurgence thing has been crazy um yeah. so like i don't know how, how do you think how strong is the kianz scene
1: uh, where do you where do you stack yourself man
0: like i guess just i guess just overall like considering um the amount of players that you guys have because there's a obviously there's a lot we don't have many obviously here there's anu um but it's mainly Australian, the core of it.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, it's really funny. I was thinking about this um, last night because um, cause I remember watching the episode you did with Anu and, like, even in, like, the what six to seven months since Anu's on, like, a lot of things have changed uh, for the better. Yeah. Uh, so I- I'd say we- we- we're a decent region. Uh, I think we're definitely not on par with probably most of the Americans. But... Um, uh, we actually had a top player from um, South America recently move to New Zealand. Um, and this guy, Josh, um has been cleaning us up free. It's been something else. Like, we can't touch this guy. Um, so where, do, you know where, someone... do you know
0: where he's staying? Do you know whereabouts he's... Oh, he
1: may have mentioned it, but I don't know off the top okay. of my head. I'm sorry. Um, but this guy... Um, is something else so um i i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised at all if this guy could dance with the uh the best of the best overseas i don't doubt that but uh the rest of us we're getting there we're getting there we've, we've definitely got a big spread of play levels um which is good because everyone has someone their own level to play with um it's not polarizing or it's just the veterans and just the new players anymore i feel like we've really filled that gap yeah um but yeah, we've been trying to actually organize events with um, the guys in Japan and the guys in the Philippines, um, see where we sit with them.
0: Um, okay but yeah what so what I think... love like sorry but like what I love about your scene is I get very similar vibes from the Marvel scene. You guys just love the game and you love to get hype, and it's really interesting to watch,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think KI and and Marvel... Um, well, m- most of my Marvel experiences with Marvel 3, so correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the games just both have ways where you can feel really strong, and it's not just you who feels strong as the player, but the viewer can see when... The viewer can see when something's going someone's way, and if as a player you want to win um it's really easy to get behind them it's like you know if uh, if you're cheering for someone and then they they hit a happy birthday in marvel right or you know they clean up someone's characters and then and then get that mix up on the incoming um you know you really like you can tell like they're gonna win right they yeah. and they get to style they get to finish their combo and and you get to you feel that with them and it's the same in ki where um you know um someone someone you want to win hits that counter breaker or or you know is 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 landing that you get that final lockout and and you can get behind him in the same way for sure
0: yeah so like after a hard day of of work or just normal life uh if you're not playing ki what would we catch you doing to to kind of unwind (sighs) for the day um geez what do i do outside of ki um
1: look usually it's it's i don't know either you know mucking around with other fighting games or um maybe uh sometimes i, I probably don't look like it from a, from the camera view here but i don't mind going to the gym um i do a bit of crossfit actually which is uh maybe a uh questionable type of a gym routine by some people's standards but um i like to uh you know have that competitive aspect in a lot of parts of my life no true um but uh also um uh, i live with my fiance. you know i'm uh somewhat of a family man so i've spent time with the missus and uh uh we're looking to uh get married and buy a house in the near future so sometimes oh, you best know... of
0: luck man yeah thank you no so you know
1: sometimes i'm just at home planning planning life stuff which uh, you gotta do it yeah. so.
0: i mean i like I know it's pretty. I know it's pretty shitty circumstances. But what is it like over there right now with COVID? I, I haven't really been following the news.
1: Um, so
0: I'm in Victoria, so
1: it's not the worst. Um, we did have like a snap lockdown a couple of weeks ago, um, where we couldn't leave the house for five days. Um, we had like another one of those hotel breakout kind of situations. Yeah. Um, but at the moment it's okay. Um, like I go to the office a couple of days a week and I only really have to wear my mask on public transport at the moment. So that's a nice change from last year. Um, we got to travel interstate at the very end of last year. Cause my fiance's family, they live in Tasmania. Um, and we didn't know if we'd even get to see them at all last year. So uh, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not the worst. We're getting out of it slowly, but steadily. Yeah. Um, definitely a lot better than it was you know middle
0: of last year situation kind of thing yeah i'm i'm well aware that even though things have calmed down over here we're at level one out of a level four um alert situation for covid we just had one of our majors Mm -hmm. announced but i'm still aware that stuff could go downhill again and just that reminder like sometimes like i know i'm speaking for our scene that we've kind of let our guard a little bit down because like, we're just so comfortable, but it, it, like, COVID hasn't disappeared. It's weird kind of telling yourself that every day.
1: Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I mean, we, we've had some, uh, um, we've had some locals here that have, like, been booked in, planned, and then, you know, last minute cancelled because of restrictions going up again. and Or, like, um, I I think we were planning on having, like, a, a 90-man event um, a few weeks ago, and then all of a sudden that had to get cut down to 20 like over the course of a couple of days like it's it's just so hard to predict um well all you can do is accept that it's it's going to happen still for you know possibly the rest of this year and uh and make do with do the numbers you can have i guess
0: yeah hey tell me now i saw you play at the surf on the surf and turf that prize that goat gave you yes was that game because he's like i can't even believe i'm showing this on stream but Oh, something hey, about did waifus. The, did you see him showing the uh, clip, yeah. It's
1: called The Last of Waifus. Um, it looks like someone just wanted to make a, uh, you know, a, a, a real poverty um, Last of Us ripoff in Unity or something. Um, you're literally just some generic anime girl model with a gun and, and uh, there's just, I don't know, default generic zombie... Skin zombies just running at you and that's pretty much the extent of the gameplay as far as i can tell um look goat loves to give out his novelty gifts yeah uh, usually it's for the bracket predictions right so before the tournament starts and challenge you can do the whole predict how you think the bracket's gonna go um and uh my bracket i didn't take too seriously i just put myself to win a lot of games yeah uh, and i actually had a really good night as it turns out So you had a
0: very good run
1: Um, So, um, Myron Culkin has won me a a game on Steam. Thanks,
0: (laughs) Goat. Nah, cheers, Goat. We'll definitely touch on that um, on your run a bit later on, especially against, uh, particularly on who it was against, because it looks like you got your run back very well, very sweet. Yes. Um, And (laughs) Goat, yeah, quite the ambassador for this game. He has such big heart. I heard about this dude long before KI, was being pushed out from Australia. Like, this guy is the one person you want to shill a game. Yeah, geez.
1: How can I summarize Goat? Um, he's just one of the most passionate people I have ever met. I, I, I've met some passionate people in the FGC over my time, for sure. Um, and he's up there with the top. Um, he. It, with Goat, like, he's he's definitely had his um, successes and his failures, but, like, you know, as we all do, but, um, you know, where people would quit and give up and throw in the towel, Goat just... I don't know how he does it. He's just so good at getting back up on his horse and, and running the next event, getting the next event going, getting the next game going. Um, and and for him to have his whole energy behind Killer Instinct at the moment is, is, is huge for us. So I'm um, very thankful to have him on board.
0: Would you say there's any part of your gameplay where you adapt that same level of energy where it's just after every set you're just going in full steam um
1: i don't know i i don't want to say that i tilt easy i don't think that's true but uh (laughs) um
0: yeah no you've got me with that one i'm not sure i haven't really thought about it i don't know i guess because of your character um, as I was watching you play, they did say that you were playing a lot more patient than you naturally were.
1: Uh, right. I think I know the particular set that you're talking about there, and uh, that was part of the plan. That was... um. So, usually, I think I probably am a bit more aggressive with, with Glacius, but... um. um Sometimes, you know, instead of playing the the game playing the character matchup, you got to play the player matchup, you know And that's uh, something to keep in mind, I guess. So uh, Sometimes you got to play patient and to get the W I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially because Um, as we're seeing now goat and howdy's backyard brawl series The player that you ran into at the surf and turf was the same one that you had to face In your day, I guess you could call it your debut into the backyard brawl series.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, um, I guess I can let the cat out of the bag now, right? So we're talking about Rob Dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good old Robbie. Um, yeah. So, um, it's just a friendly rivalry between me and Rob. Don't let the, uh, don't let the, uh, tea bag fool you. Um, we, um, we have a bit of back and forth. Um, he'll body me one set. I'll body him the next, but, um, yeah. Rash gives me a lot of trouble. Um, yeah so the strategy in the surf and turf was just to sit back and just just see if he'd hang himself and uh i was very fortunate in that he
0: kind of took the bait is rash his main character what is it about the rash matchup is it is it a character specific Um, thing it's it is a character
1: specific thing uh it's also a, a, a rob thing in that rob um doesn't have a dedicated main rob plays like i'd say he plays half the cast whereas i'm A bit of a one to two character guy i don't want to say one trick pony i've been trying to learn other characters but um uh rob rob knows that he can get under my skin with rash so why not abuse that against me
0: yeah okay yeah because i because we did host that killer instinct um first team with you and hans yes and when i did the card title things i thought what would be a good category and then i think one of you guys said backyard brawl demon and so Seeing that you had to face Rob for the Surf and Turf, I thought, right. man, that's, oh, that's going to be a good one.
1: Yeah, no, well, um, I, I know Goat and Howdy are looking forward to uh, that match potentially happening as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, me and Rob meet in bracket all the time, so I'm sure it won't be the last time, and I, I know that uh, next time he gets a chance to uh, take uh, take a swing back at me, he'll definitely uh, jump at the opportunity.
0: And I, I just, you know, if we're talking about KI, there's definitely one person in the wider FGC that we need to mention. Uh, I guess a very active agent in bringing this game back into the limelight is uh good old Maximilian dude. I always thought he was a Street Fighter because I'm just a Tekken dude. I always thought he was just a Street Fighter Marvel player. I had no idea that Killer Instinct was... That was the game that made him competitive, that got him into our scene.
1: Yeah. Um, Max has been... I mean, even even in the quieter years for Ki, you know, he's always he's always featured the game every now and again and, and promoted things. But yeah, the the miles he's gone to, especially you know over the past twelve months, um, you know the the you can see it on the screen right now the bring back Ki hashtag. Um, he's done multiple videos many times about you know what this game means to people, um, as as a franchise as nostalgia, but also as a solid modern day fighting game that maybe people have overlooked um and you know it's for him to run the events that he's done in recent times especially the twitch rivals event um have been huge
0: has there ever been a tournament outside of evo it's hard to define outside of evo outside of any of the american big major tournaments like killer instinct that drew a lot of people a lot of attention
1: yeah um you know it's funny you mentioned that but i reckon this Twitch Rivals event that Max ran viewership wise on Twitch probably outclassed all the ones you just mentioned
0: yeah um, i mean yeah that's why i was like it's kind of hard to define cuz like cuz i mean this was obviously done just in a day evos over the space of a few days so mm. i guess yeah that um that nostalgia factor eh, nostalgia it's just like when I was looking at the numbers, I was thinking, "Holy shit! This is a game that came out to 2013, and it's still going strong." I wonder if it's
1: also perhaps like people maybe just seeing something different featured on Twitch, something you wouldn't all, all, always see. Like, oh, what's this game? You know, this looks different. This looks interesting. Um, and and yeah, the the numbers definitely swung in our favor. Um, I was watching Nikki's stream before the event started. And he was saying things like, "Oh man, you know, I don't think we'll hit ten thousand, but imagine if we got ten thousand viewers for Ki kind of thing, you know," and uh, and I'm pretty sure we cleared fifty thousand, yeah. which is insane. So, um, yeah, I don't know how Max did it, um, or how Twitch, uh, you know, managed to help us pull in that many viewers, but it was um, it was a great event, and it and it we felt the presence in Australia too. Like we got a lot of people. Um, jumping into our discord and joining our community after that event
0: with the success of the event and with people recognizing killer instinct more is there a little bit of yourself that says to people subconsciously i told you so i told you so it's like the 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 (laughs) netcode is good the game isn't shit it's like just give it a go yeah
1: well i mean you know i'm still a bit of a you know fresh in myself um when it comes to KI but um I definitely know some of the uh some of the veterans feel that way. Um, I know Anu Anu feels that way. Um, yeah, no definitely. Um and it but it also has the opposite effect where people who are getting into it now are like wow oh, I wish I had an opportunity to play this you know a few years prior.
0: Yeah, that's prime, yeah. Oh you mm. did mention Nikki. Nikki FGC um yes. definitely another player pushing this game it seems like the americans just like i mean combo breaker it's named after the fucking announcer Um, yeah that's right (laughs) so yeah it's like it's so rooted in fgc history and it's really good to kind of see it i've never seen this kind of resurgence um from any game i guess like not not at this level
1: Mm, i'd say the only thing i could compare it to is um so melee went through a very similar thing when, um, I don't know if you've seen the, the Melee documentary that came out, well, it was probably close to five years ago now, maybe. Maybe even more. Um, same, similar thing happened to Smash Melee when it got into Evo. Uh, and it, it's kind of cool to kind of relive a resurgence like that again with KI.
0: Are there any overseas players that you would love to run into this oh, world tour sitting?
1: Kind of oh... Jeez, where do i begin any glaciers
0: you um, any glaciers you want to hunt out
1: yeah well there's definitely um there's two there's two glaciers that come to mind. so there's one um carnitas who um, actually joined our discord um just for i guess social reasons um definitely one of the uh, best glaciers uh, in the world at the moment uh, and then there's also Skatefast. um another top glaciers player from the States. Um, so, I mean, I see a lot of their tech. I watch a lot of their matches. So, um, definitely two that I, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, picking the brains of every now and again. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: What is a Glacius mirror match like? Is it just both of you from far away trying to do hail or mid-screen doing ice lance?
1: Uh, yeah, it's not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like after playing it a bit, it's it's whoever's got the most hails still out at any given time wins <laughs> you don't want to be the first to let go of the hail i feel oh as soon as as soon as you don't have control on the screen like the other glacius is you know in in charge
0: yeah and like i i have seen that blasted salami video so like cuz of his large hitbox there is stuff that he can't avoid as well so i guess he's always a constant target to get you know you have to block a
1: yeah, so um, Glacius does have uh, liquidize, so he can you know temporarily you know melt under the ground, um, but that's yeah that's all you got really. Okay. Or uh, his his DP is invincible, um, so you can I guess try and DP through stuff, but it's all risk.
0: Okay. So I guess now I'll mention the Killer Instinct World Tour opportunity that and able to secure now where does the where does the credit go to does it go to goat mainly or was it a whole collective thing
1: um i would say it was definitely uh so it was weird so there was three of us there's me chef and goat who all reached out when they said hey we want communities to contact us we want everyone to reach out and so we can set up events um so the three of us did um, and Goat was the only one who got a bite. So Goat obviously ran with it. Um, so everything beyond that first contact, uh, definitely credit goes to Goat. And he's basically our, our main liaison with them now. Um, but we, we all rushed him as soon as we could, to uh, you know, so one of us could get that
0: hook in. That's good, man. What, um, what did it mean for you guys knowing that you could be a part of this, um, international event like actually australia taking part in the world tour um
1: so uh goat had a really good story about this on the beast dance where it was like christmas dinner when he found out uh, and he didn't know what to do uh it was it was weird um i don't know if we expected it or like if we did get in we thought we'd get maybe one event's tops but instead it's our monthlies that count and that's massive for us because before now we've, we've had nothing we've like, and it's, it's, it's no one's fault. It's not like we've been deliberately excluded. Um, I guess we've just had no one driving it. Like we've had goat driving things now. Um, and, but it's, it's, it's huge. Um, yeah, for, for a game that's had almost no recognition in Australia to now be part of the world tour, it's um, it's a real achievement.
0: Yeah, what has been the surf and turf wars like um for you personally?
1: Um, they've been intense. I'll say that much. They've you uh, they've been real interesting ordeals. Um, the, the the first surf and turf war we had was actually the first event that um, Josh. The lad from overseas first entered, um, so we didn't really know what this guy was capable of. So we knew someone good from overseas had entered our event, but like we had no idea what was going to happen, and, and it turned into a really maybe dramatic's the wrong word to use, but um, it had a good storyline in that you know someone comes out of nowhere, cleans up your whole your whole community, like. And then and then that kinda sent us into a bit of disarray for a month where before the next Servant 4 everyone wants to so the guy means Hisako. So um, you know, for the next month everyone's trying to figure out how to deal with this Hisako and, and learning the matchup and and because you know, if we can't beat this guy, then we obviously want to be that person
0: in second, right? So yeah. Okay. Get those juicy points. Did you see any matches against Yosh? from one of your own players that you thought, oh, like he, 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 he can just read him so well, like a book
1: as in Josh can read them or Josh can
0: read them. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, well actually it was it's, like, it's like, like was there any was... player you saw versus him? That was more like a moth to the flame setting. It was like, Oh man. yeah.
1: Um, look, unfortunately it was probably me. Um, oh no. <laughs> I had a sit with him in the last uh, surf and turf. What was it? A couple of days ago. Um, and the whole set was over in minutes it was yeah so his his pocket character of secondary if you will is glacius and he reckons hisako versus glacius is an amazing matchup for him um and he's shown that to me multiple times now <laughs> oh, my, my, my. <laughs> no it's okay it's, it's all it's all part of the journey right it's all part of you know
0: yeah it's all part of fighting games in this in this last surf and turf did he actually he came first again yeah Yes, he yeah, did. And you Spoiler came word, but, uh... <laughs> fourth. It was it was fourth, right? Fourth, fourth. Yep, yeah. yeah, definitely against. Yeah, against Rob Dog. You know, thank thank goodness. Um, what was it like that <laughs> set against him, man? Against Rob? Yeah.
1: Um. Well, like I said earlier, um, I I came into this rematch with Rob with a game plan because I knew he was going to play Rash. Um, he's been very vocal about how bad I am against rash. Um, uh, and he's a man of, he's a man of his word and a man of pride. So I knew you wanted to back those words up. Um, so I had to come up with a plan and the plan was, uh, to do nothing really. I just let him hang himself a bit and it worked. Do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, like just hit that down back, you know? Um, yeah. See the the problem with rash is that I can't really zone, in a traditional sense. Because if I throw hails, rash can eat the hail, and it's not that he just removes the projectile. It's that hey, so you have you have two blocks apart, right? Um, and so if rash eats a hail, he gets about half a block off that. So if he eats two hails, he's got a, he's got a shadow move ready to go instantly. Um, it's absurd, but it really messes with my game plan. And it's the same with, if I try and keep him out of the air, like with, um, so, you know, my jump kicks, they're kind of like the Dow symbol aerial kicks. Yeah. Um, but the problem is he'll do the Rash Wrecking Ball, and that has armor. So that goes through it and he's in. So I can't really set up a wall against Rash. I've really got to wait it out. And just hope that he comes at me and I find an opening. Okay.
0: So, in that sense, who would be Rash's... Who would be a really good matchup against Rash, character-wise?
1: Well, see, that's the thing. Rash is probably, uh, is probably the character to beat in this game. He's, uh, he's up there. So, I, I don't know if there's any particular matchups he strictly has a hard time with. Maybe Tusk? Um, just because Tusk has big normals that kind of reach ground and air right and kind of swipe him away Um, otherwise you've just got to play that I guess 5-5 matchup with one of the other top tiers
0: yep okay well just for fun the answer might be obvious but who would you think, who would you predict to take out the next Surf and Turf and who would you predict to take out the KI World Cup overall
1: ooh um Next surf and turf, I think so. Look, I'm, I'm a, it's no secret I'm a little bit of a gambling man. I, I think you'd be a fool to bet against Yorsh, especially after the last surf and turf. Um, you know, he won grand finals 3 0, it wasn't even really close. Um, do I think people can take games off him? Definitely, but to, to actually take a tournament off him, I, I hope to see it. Yeah, well, what, do you, what do you think? It, what but, do you think it will take? Um, a lot of lab work. Someone's <laughs> got to just put in the yards, a lot of yards on that one On that one matchup. Um, I, I definitely think people can do it. He's, he's not, you know, invincible, but uh, the guy's crazy. Um, sorry, I know I haven't directly answered your question yet, but no, right. um, Yorch is like, every time he gets a knockdown with me, he'll do a new mix-up I've never seen. He's just got, like, an unlimited array of mix-ups. I've never seen anyone... Play a, a character in a game like yours plays asako like the guy is just obviously labbed so many things I can't even can't even comprehend it's insane um, but to win the world tour overall um, I'd say the current favorite is probably um, hologram probably um, who plays thunder if I'm not mistaken at the moment um, or there's an American player Alex V, um, who's been winning a lot of the American qualifiers at the moment with uh, with Rash.
0: Okay, Rash. Rash just seems like a very popular, popular choice. I mean, I would I would assume he's strong because you know I see him a yeah, lot definitely. in the KO tournaments. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, um, definitely a top candidate for top candidate for top one. Really, definitely top three. Okay.
0: Well, we did we did mention it previously and we can go through it now that uh the uh, cuz I watched that documentary the whole back to block just to understand a bit more about the history of killer instinct and I thought it was very insightful it was great um and th- there are some talking points obviously um that we could go over if you like the whole um the transition from double helix to iron galaxy cuz season 1 they had the characters um, and then season 2 there was a big direction, but it kind of gave KI a new boost in life. How do people see the characters from season two onwards? Um, it's a
1: good question. Um, I have heard a lot of accounts from the, uh, the more veteran guys about how the feelings were at the time. Uh, I think a lot of the season one characters, you look at them and, and they're very street fighter-esque i guess on face value they're very playing to their tropes so now you throw in these wacky season two characters with with all kinds of new mechanics and new ideas and and um you know it, it's worked out well now in that you know now obviously the games are time to develop and the games are balanced and such um but it sounds like for the players who played through season two it was quite a rough time um some characters like Kanra and um Maya and stuff, when they came out, were just absurdly strong, Um, and I know that was a deterrent for some people, Um, and towards the end of season two, I know that that shook off some people as well, Uh, but I guess it depends on on what kind of game you're after, because if you're after a a Street Fighter clone, um, uh, some of the later characters in Killer Instinct won't
0: won't make you happy. They oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, well who would you who is your most pain in the ass character from season two and the same for season three. I think I asked Anu that as well. all oh,
1: right Um ooh season two. Uh season three is an easy one. I hate Gargos for the passion. Oh, I hate Gargos.
0: I think every um, yeah a lot of people don't. Yeah. Gargos is the yeah, pick. If if you're not
1: Anu playing Gargos then yeah you hate Gargos. <laughs> Um, oh, most hated from season two. I don't know. Mm.
0: Probably,
1: it, it probably is Kanra actually, even though he's not a menace at all anymore. Um, he still gives Glacius a hard time, so I'll go with Conra.
0: Okay, Kanra and Gargos. Yeah, hmm. here's a question for you, man has KI earned a sequel after all this attention it's got
1: i definitely think so i i don't see how with all this attention all this free marketing um microsoft just don't want to touch the ip anymore it um there's there's clearly a market for it there's, there's room to grow. I mean, I know. I guess you could say the the fighting game market is obviously a bit saturated at the moment, but there's there's a niche there to be filled. So um, there's demand for it. I, I don't see a reason why not.
0: Mm-hmm. I did mention that. Of course, I'm oh, sorry. No, you
1: go, bro. You go. I was just gonna say I'm not a Microsoft exec though, so you know I don't really <laughs> I don't have much say in the matter.
0: Well, that's that setback, right? That it got released well after Street fighter 4 like people were hooked like that was the game people followed and Mm -hmm. then for killer instinct to come after it was just a very like it was an afterthought but then it coming out on xbox being xbox exclusive seeing where things are going now like yeah it's yeah i don't know in terms of being console exclusive like the next installment if there was one should it be console exclusive
1: um if you if, I mean if they want to if they don't want to sell it to Sony I could understand that but at least give us a PC version of the bat If um if they really hard locked it to just the new Xbox again I don't know I think it would struggle in the same way
0: Yeah mm. I liked like watching this documentary I liked Sam explaining the combo system how it was like creating a sandwich yeah. Um. It yeah. It's got a unique combo system as well as the the music. That's the one thing that I liked is the the crazy the combos get the louder, the the music gets. Like it just escalates. Like it just gets your heart beating.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. Look, I think that's something that Mick Gordon's notorious for nowadays, especially. Um. So to have a composer like that working on the soundtrack in a in, in what has been designed to be a, a dynamic, system, musically um is is amazing and i tell you what sometimes uh it feels it, it's just that it just adds to that feeling of, of um strength you feel when you land something on someone
0: yeah well if if ki how would I say it? if australia could have its major this year you know and 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 ki could could be there in full effect mm-hmm. um what would be one thing you'd love to see um for new players, for new people, new eyes to, to experience?
1: Um, you know, it's, it's something you mentioned earlier, actually. And I think that would be the best thing would be to see and hear the, not just the game and the audio, but to hear the crowd get excited when all of a sudden the base explodes around the game, you know, it, it would be, it would be something like a, like a Marvel experience. Um, and, and then it grabs people's attention you know people want to see what's going on over there what's making all that noise you know it's yeah i mean you know we're obviously going to be a smaller game we're going to be on at a at a you know not prime time spot in a major but that doesn't mean we can't get behind the game make noise get attention and uh and drag people in so um yeah i definitely the kind of things i think people it's not not only that i would want them to see but I, i i think it's unavoidable with ki so yeah
0: and what about you, my man? What would be your next goal for for Killer Instinct or just for Killer Instinct ANZ?
1: Um, look, it's a small goal, but the first monthly we have in Victoria, we wanna we wanna start running brackets again. Um howdy's got the gear to make it happen. Yeah. Um we've got lots of Victorian players ready to go. Uh, we've gotten blessings from Couch Warriors to Nice run stuff they're they're fully behind us fully supportive um it's basically the road to bam um if we can keep the momentum going into a bam then i have no doubt in my mind we'll be able to run something at bam and yeah and, and but the same thing goes for new south wales too i know golden and chef they've already been running stuff before covid happened um, but they're they're ready to gain similar thing they want to start a road into O H N. um and, and also we've just recently got in contact with some TOs in Perth and, and they want to start running stuff over there too offline, which um, was a pleasant surprise. And the same kind of thing. We just want to see people actually play the game offline and then yeah. Yeah, celebrate it while we can.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sound rude, but every time I hear one of our tournaments get announced and then it gets cancelled because of COVID, I'm just like, I'm over the shit, man. Like, COVID can just... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, when you cancel an offline event, I'm just like, oh, God. Like, I know it's covid i get it but every time every time it happens like there's every a little time. bit of selfishness like you motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh. yeah
1: well i um, actually this is kind of an interesting tidbit i've only ever actually played kai offline once to date um when, when was that who when was that <laughs> um it would have been i reckon december last year um there's a australian Street Fighter player CO
0: CO yes uh, yes
1: yes so um, it turns out him and him and Rowdy Hattie are actually good mates pre-FGC um, and, and CO moved recently to not too far from me so um, we got together at CEO's joint had a few drinks played some KI nice yeah uh, that's the only time I've been able to play offline
0: oh okay you must I mean the online's great but you must be th- yeah you're thriving for some offline action
1: Yeah, well, it'll be interesting because um, it'll be interesting to see how well I can adapt without the uh, inherent input delay and that kind of stuff, you know?
0: Mm. All right, my brother, I'll take you to your final round segment. Just some random, not random, just, you know, off, just some questions here and there.
1: Sure, let's go. All
0: right, sweet. First one Would you want a Killer Instinct slash Mortal Kombat crossover?
1: Yeah, I mean. Look, both both uh, franchises definitely have uh, distinct characters. Why not put them against each other?
0: Sweet. Next one. At present, what would be the most played song you listen to in your music library?
1: Oh, I reckon it is. Um, it's a... Ooh. It's Uppercuts by Tara Reid, I reckon. So, probably better known to your audience as uh, Getter, who is a... Uh, upstep producer but he's started a rap career on the side and uh it's got real old school vibes it's really dope highly recommend
0: nice all right idol or gagos oh that's an easy one idol all day baby yeah uh-huh. yeah what's the most luxurious dinner you've ever had Ooh. um
1: I've had a few dinners with the missus at Crown Casino. I don't know. Um, actually, no, it's probably. Um, I had a Christmas party last year at this new company I work for. It's a small company, and the boss goes all out. And so we went to um, a fancy place at Fed Square. It was like a seven-course tasting thing with like, and he was just constantly buying the most expensive bottles of Chardonnay and stuff. There, it was um, it was insane, next level. So, yeah, thanks to the boss for that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All on the company card. Hey, what fighting game franchise do you think could or does surpass Ki's net code?
1: Oh, I tell you what—if you asked me this question a week ago, I might not have had a que- an answer for you. But everyone's raving about this Guilty Gear Strive. They
0: are, code. man. I'm like, so... is it really?
1: <laughs> so you've been set up, I think. um I didn't get a chance to play the Strive beta, but pretty much everyone else I know did, and. No one can shut up about how good this netcode was. So clearly, I think that's the one to beat going forward.
0: All right. Yeah. What's one thing you can say to your dog but not your girlfriend?
1: Ah, uh, this is a is this a classic? Uh, what's line? Oh, you know it, man. Yeah. Whose line point? is it anyway? Uh, I think I know the classic answer as well. I won't repeat it here, but. <laughs> um, Look, my girlfriend's pretty chill. I don't think there's anything I could say that would really offend her at this point. Um, we've been together for almost 12 years, so uh, if I haven't scared her off already, I don't think there's much I could <laughs> say that would now. <laughs> all
0: right. What would be your pitch for an Australian character in Killer Instinct?
1: Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's not even just Killer Instinct. I think we need more Australian characters in, in all the Final Game franchises, right? clearly clearly lacking um look people I've seen a lot of people always do this whole design an Australian character and it's always some like crocodile Dundee looking guy right
0: Or well, green he's is always their yeah their uniform fighter he has green in it or something yeah
1: yep yeah. uh, it's usually you know this the guy looks like Paul Hogan in his prime he's got like the you know he's got a wide brim hat on and he's got a he's got a knife of some kind he's ready to shank he's got a beer ready to go yeah. you know that kind of kind of thing or you know i mean i know tekken's already kind of done it but the boxing kangaroo you can't go past that i reckon that'd be a good fitting killer instinct actually boxing kangaroo i think it (laughs) works all
0: right which is more important to you creativity or efficiency
1: Mm. Uh, I in ki i think it's definitely important to be creative so uh do like to think i have a little bit of a creative streak um but uh i'm also quite a bit of an organized and uh almost ocd person so efficiency is probably the one for me all right
0: what's been your best competitive moment
1: um so in between playing street fighter and killer Instinct, i played guilty gear for a couple of years and um, I had a rival in uh New South Wales. I, I keep finding rivals. <laughs> um, anyway, we both went to the Tasmanian major Tassie Fighter Con, which by the way, if you've never been to, um, I highly recommend going to Tasmania for their major at some point. It's the best run major in Australia, I reckon, because it's so chill. Um, we decided to settle it there in a first to five, and I won 5 0, and it was just the most satisfying. Um, money match slash grudge match for me ever it was good because he, he's really he was really good he's a really good anime player um so it was not free by any means i just you know things went my way
0: and finally didi who is your waifu
1: um well i mean look i mean i mean you know guilty gear so i guess that's a that's a that's probably a safe bet. Go with Eno, I reckon.
0: Do you like her look in Strife?
1: Oh, dude, do. She looks sick in Strife. I love the redesign. I do know. That's, again, something else everyone's been raving about, but it's true. I think they've, um, uh, it's, it sounds like what they wanted to do was move away from some of the, um, blatant, you know, um, pervertedness, I guess you could say, and give it more of that rock witch look back. And I reckon they've nailed it.
0: Mm. Hey, Didi, it's been such a pleasure to have you on, man. Thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to tell the people that follow you or any last words or shout-outs?
1: Oh, sure. Um, yeah, look, uh, you can already see it below. Um, TwitcherTV, such as Um I stream mostly the more casual side of things. Um, yeah, you can catch me there. Uh, you can follow my Twitter. I mostly retweet dumb stuff, so maybe don't follow me there, actually. <laughs> Uh, follow, like that. The, follow the follow this um yeah um uh, otherwise you can find me you know um, i'm pretty active on uh, the ki discord obviously um if you have any questions relating to glaciers, that's probably the only thing i can really uh provide you any worthwhile insight on but there it is um shout outs to look the the, the whole australian ki community um that hole is growing daily, literally daily. So, um, it's great to see our little family growing into a big family. Um, spearheaded by obviously Goat, um, Chef, and Rowdy Hardy. So shout outs to those guys. Um, and obviously, man, a, a big shout out to you. Thank you for nah, nah, not just having Anu, but also me and also streaming the exhibition match the other day for us. Um, yeah, I mean, we said the same things to Abi when he had us on the B Dance, but we really appreciate that. Uh, people are noticing what we're doing and and, and spreading
0: the word so um,
1: thank you so yeah, much that's
0: all good man all good